This episode of the Golf Game Podcast on the Sports Gillen Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. For boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. You bet 100 bucks, you get 100 bucks at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions do apply. And we're also brought to you by the DGen Dance. Our March Madness Bankroll Contest is back. Free to enter and $1,000 in cash and prizes up for grabs. Plus, We've got first half under bingo. Enter both contests on the SGPN app. All right, DJs, welcome back to the Valspar Best Bets and Predictions Podcast. It's your boy, Boston Cap, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. Steve, what's up, baby? How about you? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I got a full uh, Valspar card. Apparently, the uh, I think the first first half under of March Madness cash for everybody. So off to a good start with that. It did. I missed it because even most texted me earlier. It was like, bet all the games. I was like, yeah, I know. Yeah. I get it. I didn't realize for some reason in my head, I thought we had four playing games tomorrow. So I missed one. But whatever. No, no. They like to spread it out throughout uh, the weekend. Yeah. Apparently, uh, you know, soon enough, it's going to be 96 teams and then, then everybody's going to get in. So then you can bet yeah. like three. You like the basketball. It'll be like the NBA playoffs. Yeah. You can bet uh, how many D1 teams? You can bet 182 first half unders. Oh my God. They got to space those out a little bit for my bankroll. Yeah, probably a little bit. Fast those, how, those, how, how fast those bookies pay out. Maybe, that maybe chop those unit sizes a little bit, you know. There you go. Yeah, maybe. All right. Maybe, maybe. All right. Well, uh, why don't we transition to the Valspar Championship, the uh, the betting show, our favorite show of the week. It is. Uh, even for these crappy events, you know what? There's still uh, some stuff you can find in the betting card and things to discuss. So um, why don't we just start with outrights? Why don't we just get right to it? Jump to it. All right. Do you want to go or you want me to go? Yeah, I'll just go first. It's fine. Mine, mine are easy. Um, I, I'm biting the bullet. I'm staying towards the top of the board. Uh, I'm done banging my head against the wall. Uh, I, I'm going to take Spieth. Um, he looked good at the players over the weekend. And sorry for the dogs. Why don't you go? Well, hold on a second. So you know who's on Spieth this week, right? No. Who? Come Which on. One? Come on. Who you know? Oh, the bad, bad one? I mean, not the bad, bad one, but the bad one. Fuck. <laughs> oh, well, fuck. I told oh, you well. this. Yeah, man. You know me. I'm a fucking squirrel. I forget that shit as soon as you... I'm going to write that. Stop writing that shit. All right. I think that's like the second or third week I've done that. So, fuck it. Write that one off. I'll, I'll have to tail something else now. Um, but I'm on Fleetwood. Plays good, plays good on the Florida swing. Never won here. He's a loser. He won't win, but I'll bet him. Um, good in the wind. Good in Florida. Um, looked good over the weekend, fought back, um, and then kind of on Sunday, but whatever, I'll take it. Uh, Hadwin, uh, Uber Chuck, why not? 28 to one, like you said, mind you a lot about Chris Kirk, uh, and the narrative rolling in, uh, for him. And yeah, why not? Um, good course history here. Uh, I don't know if he plays well in the wind. I just, why do I think all Canadians play good in the wind? I don't know if that, I don't know if that actually correlates or not. Cause all the crappy but, weather up there. Uh, maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's what it does in my brain. I think it depends uh, on which part of Canada you're from. If you're bad in the wind, uh, Vancouver, I don't think gets a whole lot of wind, uh, Toronto. No, no uh, Manitoba. I think so. They usually get the, uh, the big Arctic winds that come down. What's the, what's it called? Oh, ch- the Chinook winds. Oh, is that what they call it? The Chinook? That's, like the, yep, the like Chinook the, wins. Yes. So we call those things um, shit hooks uh, in, the, okay. in, the mili- in the military. Okay. Well, you know, potato, potato at that point. You know what I'm talking about? You know, you know what I'm talking about? The, the helicopters with the two, the Chinooks? Yes. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, that's that is what the, the Chinook winds that come down from Canada and uh, blow down all the trees. So maybe he plays really good golf in that. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, look, he's he's striking the ball really well for the par threes. He's fine. He's not incredible. His ball striking just looks great. He's good around the green. Uh, obviously, look real good at the players. Um, and why not, man? You know, Let me ask you a question, like, by the way. So you, you just yeah. use general par three scoring. Yeah, par three, but I, I broke it down from 175 to 225. Oh, you're able to do that. Okay. Yeah, so I got I got one bucket for 175 to 200 and one from 200 to 225. Okay. All right. Very good. Yeah. Just want to check. Um, yep. Don't want to throw in uh, the seventh of Pebble Beach in there, or the sixth. Beach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The little, little 95-yard winch. Yeah. Unless it's a 70-mile-per-hour headwind, then it probably plays like it's 200. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't even know if that would do that. Um, but... Oh, did you see that random hole that like formed at Pebble on the golf? You know, on social media. So it was on there today. Like, like it was like a sinkhole in the middle of. Where? Um, uh, I can't remember what hole it is now. It's the one where Spieth almost fell off. I think. Oh, on seven. On seven, a oh random sinkhole. A random sink. It's not big, but it's a sinkhole, which it doesn't is matter. Little, That's probably not a little unnerving. Course at that point. That's what I'm saying. A little unnerving. Yeah, um, for one of the yeah. most uh, heavily trafficked golf courses on the world to just have a sinkhole uh, at Heaven. Can you imagine how lucky you'd be to fall in a sinkhole at Pebble Beach? And, I, I would consider that pretty unlucky, actually. Do you know? How, I'm sure you, dude. Listen, because yeah, you probably the amount of money you get paid. You're probably Maybe. dead. Who who survives falling into a sinkhole? Have you ever heard of anybody who survives <laughs> falling into a sinkhole? I don't think so. Every time I see in the paper, it's like, oh, this guy died. You know, uh, him and his dog died by falling into a sinkhole. That's fair. And all it's right. usually in Florida when it happens. Dude, sinkholes are all over the place down here, bro. You yes. Dig like it's it's sad. There's no fucking dirt. Like it's uh it's it's crazy. Like yeah. sometimes Fall I forget. Sinkhole is lucky. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about the payday. I guess I wasn't thinking about my fucking <laughs> okay. mortality. Yeah, you and your family are going to get a payday. Your family yeah. is not you. Fine. I don't care. That, that, that works for me, too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the, uh, Bush, Bush says Capra would survive. Um, <laughs> the, uh, um, and then I went with uh, I went with Riley, man. Um, I, didn't, I didn't see myself going there, but he, he was still 45 at that one sleepy book. So okay. I know Full he 180. Yeah. I just his when I dug into his approach numbers. I mean, other than the the, I just don't know what he did at the players because I didn't see it. I know what he did. Um, what did he do? So round one, uh, he didn't hit his irons good, but he drove it pretty well and yep. he put all right. He was one yep. under on the day, and then he just got caught in the bad weather on Tuesday or Friday. Tuesday and everything Friday, was yeah. everything was bad. So yeah, around the green was bad, and that's what it's, it's like. It's I really need to like chart. The strokes gained approach numbers for TPC. Like, I wish I could go back and do that. So I could, when you see like a spike, go back to like the, and watch the shots. Because like, you see some of these things, it's like, well, is that one water ball? Is that three fucking water balls? And other than that, he played okay. Because I mean, if you look at the API, like he played really well, right? He putted well, um, gained on approach, gained around the green, T to green, he was fine. At the Honda, he gained almost seven strokes, T to green. Um, so yeah, man, I mean, I'll say this is a guy that we were betting in uh, worse fields than this. At around the same number in the fall. So it was just a number play for me. That was it. Okay. All right. I, I like those picks. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm going to echo two of those picks. We okay. predicted that in the show. That's what's going to happen yes. because I'm going to keep going with uh, what I've been doing for these types of crap tournaments is listen, I don't care if I miss out on the long shot, it is what it is. I've been seeing most of the top of the board hit. We got the long shot a couple of weeks ago at Bay Hill. 
So maybe you've already spent it. So uh, just going to do this like I did with Honda, mostly guys with some win equity behind them, some brand name where if we look back at the year, like, you know what? Yeah, it makes sense to anyone. So, uh, all right. So Hadwin and Fleetwood, those are the two we share. Uh, again, uh, Hadwin just gives me Chris Kirk vibes. Just seems like, oh, am I really betting Kirk, Chris? Or, God, am I really betting Adam Hadwin to win? Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to make that same mistake. I made that mistake at Honda by saying, yep. you know what? I'm not going to bet Chris Kirk. I'm going with Billy Horschel instead. That's right, baby. Now that worked out. Uh, I'm just going to go with the milk toast Adam Hadwin uh, yep. playing good. Uh, former winner here. Maybe uh, he can update his Wikipedia page with two Valspar victories as his PG Tour wins. That's true. So there you go. Lots and of then, uh, winners here. Yep. And then uh, and then Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, just maybe it's the narrative of you know Paul Casey doing well here. Why not just pick another Englishman? But just legitimately though, just really good tee to green numbers. I with yeah. this weather forecast, it actually somehow got worse today. I know. I saw that. Yeah. So I, I don't foresee this thing being like past twelve under or so. Um, so that's just right in the, you know, time fleet would just hitting good iron shots, getting up and down, you know, uh, get in for par, make your occasional birdie. He's good on these yep. types of tracks, good on these plotter positional narrow tracks, uh, good in bad weather too. Yep. So we'll go with that. Yep. Um, so I, I mentioned my concern last night about Justin Rose yep. and how maybe he's going to mail it in, but you know what? I think it's worth the outright anyways. Uh, I got 27 to one on him before it kind of cratered. So, I mean, just a really good history here. Uh, multiple top 10 finishes really good at these types of tracks too. Maybe this is, maybe he is actually motivated where he wants to okay. get, you know, another win and another good performance. And then he's going to take next week off and then take the week off after that and go right roll into the masters. So uh, I figure yeah. instead of doing a positional or DFS where there is that question in my mind of just blowing it this tournament completely off. Yeah. Um, I'll just bet him 27 to one for an outright, see what happens. Like uh, and then I'm a sucker, Gary Woodland, 45 to one. <laughs> uh, right. it, it just fits the loser narrative who has won a lot before that has shown a little bit of form that has been good here that if we look back at a year, we'll be like, Oh, Gary Woodland won. That makes sense. Yeah. So obviously the T three number has been really good. Finally scrambled pretty well last week. Maybe that's a trend to continue. I mean, look, I've seen Luke List have weeks and weeks of bad putting, and then all of a sudden, imagine they turn around Tory Pines. Why can't that happen to Gary Woodland at a place there was one before? I mean, that's an insult to, to Gary Woodland. Gary Woodland has won a major. Luke List has won. I don't know if, I don't know if that's oh, invincible based on it. what they are right now. Fine, I mean, what they are right now. Fine, but yeah. I mean, I I mean uh, Woodland Woodland is a Woodland's career is much better than Luke. I mean he lost seven strokes putting in two rounds at St Andrews. So lost six strokes putting at uh, Country Club of Jackson. That is very Luke list like. Yeah, it really is. I mean that's fine. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I listen. Well, I just I don't know. He's just a guy that I think I was on early last year where I thought he was going to make the comeback and I just kept betting him week at the week at the week at the week last year and I think I just. I just hit my hit my hit my pain threshold. Okay. Well, so when Gary Woodland is like leading by three after Friday, and I start getting angry text messages from you, yes. you know, saying that uh, he's going to win now. Uh, <laughs> I'm already telling you in advance. I don't appreciate it. I'm guessing Rudolph <laughs> is not going to appreciate either because he is a innocent bystander in some of this, uh, you know, rage mushing that you tend to do sometimes. So, uh, dude, I, please don't do that. I did that shit in person. That shit was great. You did it in person. 
Remember when I who who was in the who was in front? Uh, it was always Minwoo when I pushed him into the water on seven. Oh yeah, and then he tried it again <laughs> with somebody else. No, I didn't. I was just making the comment. Like it, this, this was different. Like it was, it was. I was just. I think the moment had already passed too. I was just like cussing about it versus. No, you know, you legitimately gave me this. It. So you gave me the line about no Minwoo. I guess I think it was F Minwoo, and then he put it in the water, and then yeah. it was F somebody else, and I'm like, I think you're trying. No, he was just getting to 17. I'm like, you're trying to do this again. No, 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 no. Yeah, see, that was it. I was cussing him because he made like a 15 foot putt or something like. I know, that. and then he did it to another guy, and he used the exact same yeah. language because he was going for the first round lead, and he was going to 17. I'm like, I know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. All right. Well, with that, uh, those are outright bets. We'll see what happens. Yep. Why don't we take a, a break oh. and then uh, we'll go over some other props. Yeah, I'll be I'll be not including Spieth on the official card. Now we got to find something else, but I'll put yeah, the final one out tomorrow. All right. Well, listen, WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Game of Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts. Florida can't get some, but Massachusetts finally got it done. And tons of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern time during the WinBet Win Hour. My key games of the week will have better odds on win. That giving you a larger payout opportunity and March Madness is here, baby. So many ways to win and bet on the big dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet a hundred bucks and get a hundred bucks. It's limited to state availability. And of course, for our DJs only, if you hit the biggest long shot pile of the week, you get a thousand dollars in free credit. With so much to choose from, and all you gotta do is head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Offer is subject to change terms and conditions. Winbet.com must be 21 or older in the present state where playthrough Winbet is available. If you or somebody you know has a game problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And the D-Gen Dance, our March Madness bankroll contest, is back. It's free to enter $1,000 in cash and prizes up for grabs. Plus, we've got our first half under bingo where you can win an SGPN gift card. Enter both contests on the SGPN app. Okay. Uh, why don't we go over some matchups? So just a quick update on my end, because I don't bet these. These yeah, are yeah. just hypothetical because I suck at matchups. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I am currently on a six straight matchup losing streak of getting <laughs> on the show. So uh, I would suggest to everybody to please take the reverse of what I'm saying. I made specially sure that nobody I bet positional is in any of these matchups. I'm picking. <laughs> so fade away, boys. If I can make you money that way. That's okay with me. That's funny. Yeah. It's really sick. It's, straight. it's not good. Do you know what they were? No. <laughs> it was, uh, let's actually, uh, I take that back. I'm on a, well, it's the word. I'm a, I have seven straight losses on the sheet. So, okay. Uh, Brendan Todd over Kurt Kitayama at Waste Management did not go over well. Nope. Uh, Sam Burns over Cam Young at Genesis really did not go over well. Oh. Uh, Callum Morikawa over Patrick Cantlay. Eh, it was close. You know, Morikawa did well. Cantlay did a little better. Uh, Adam Hadwin over Corey Connors. Nope. Did not go great. Uh, Max Homa over Sky Scheffler at Arnold Palmer. Bad pick. Uh, Xander over Patrick Kelly at Arnold Palmer. Bad pick. And then Tommy Fleetwood over Cam Young at Arnold Palmer. No, that did not go well either. So, uh, yeah, I am back to my losing ways with matchups. So do the opposite of what I say. Make some money. Love it. All right. So I'll just run through mine. Uh, mine are all pretty straightforward. Um, I've been doing the same thing um, every week. I've been tagging um, some of the big ones uh, on the tourney. Uh, so now I don't like this bet, uh, but I was getting, I, I did get plus plus money on speed over JT plus one fifteen. Um, I just don't trust JT. I mean, look, the money's laid, so it is what it is. Um, I don't like JT's potting. I mean, it is absolutely fucking atrocious. Um, yeah. I, I, and I like, I, 
I like what Spieth could do. I'm just all shook now that I forgot that he was <laughs> fucking cursed. But I like what Spieth could do around the greens, um, clubbing down. You know, I mean, I'm just. It just seems like. He's almost there. You know what I mean? Like he's, I feel like he's almost got it. So uh, I don't know. Maybe he flames out this week and we can, we can get a better number for a Matt Augusta. We'll see. Um, and I took uh, Fleetwood over Hammond. Hammond's approach numbers are just trash. There's absolute trash. Like I, I don't, I know he shouldn't do well on this course, uh, but he will anyway. Like, it, but his numbers are just, his approach numbers are so bad. They got to come back to bite him at some point. Um, and it was only minus 115. And I like Fleetwood a lot this week. Um, and then I took, I took Cole over Hardy. Um, I like Cole this week. I, he plays well in Florida, man. Um, Hardy is just a thorn in my side. I have lost so much money backing Hardy on stupid placement bets. Wait, hold on a second. You're saying yeah. Hardy like the correct way, not Hattie anymore. Yeah, I'm trying to. I was trying to enunciate. Wow. <laughs> I mean, he's missed. Okay. But, yeah, but I can do. I can do it if I really. You gotta give the people what you want, though. They do. Right, if I Nick Hattie, thank you, Nick Hattie, Nick Hattie. The um, and it's funny because so what happened was is I was calling the the South today, right? And so, okay. like for my job, so I have oh okay, I was like really slow to fuck down and like enunciate, or they'll hang up on me because I'm a Yankee. Um, so I, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, okay. yeah. So I, dude, I mean Hattie's missed fucking like four straight cuts. Like I'm done with him. I'm absolutely done with him. Cole's a cool story. Um, obviously lost in the playoff. Um, and if you look, T27 of the players, that's nothing to fucking sneeze at. And missing a cut after you know losing in a playoff at API on a tough course is is nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, you know whatever T15 at AT&T Pebble too. So yeah, give me Cole. It was plus money. I got plus one ten. So I took that all day. Um, and then we talked about him and how bad he's been uh, with Diamond. So I wanted to target Diamond in a matchup, and we briefly spoke about McNeely last night. And this just seems like uh, a course that he's gonna do fine at because this is like a McNeely course, and I wanted to target Diamond, and it was minus one ten. Okay, McNeely course. McNeely course. Okay. Well, I I tried to find ways with fake McNeely, but I couldn't find him. So uh, I don't know. I don't know if this is a McNeely. He's injured, by the way. What is he injured? He injured. He withdrew from a tournament a couple of weeks ago, and then he was, he's been bad ever since. I mean, he made sixty at the players. He withdrew at AT and and Phoenix. Yeah, beautiful. Yep. I don't give a shit. Diamond sucks. We're good. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I also found a matchup to uh, this is bad news for you. Fade Brian Harmon. Oh gosh. And I uh, happens to be against a guy who you bet outright with Davis Riley. Uh, I echo a lot of things you say about Davis Riley. I actually talked about him in the one and done uh, segment uh, that I just did. Uh, go check yeah. that out. But listen, Davis Riley, his iron's been pretty good. He's been driving the ball a lot better. Uh, unlike you, what you've been saying about him, that he's so squirrely off the listen, bat. I, I, acknowledge, fairways. I acknowledged it last night that I think it was just scar tissue. And I even paused myself. Uh, I went and fact checked myself. And I was like, oh. I'm wrong. It's just bad memories. Okay. So is this you just going back to the abuser wanting more? And then so you can just complain about it after the fact when he missed the cut this week? I mean, I did grow up Irish Catholic, so there's nothing I love to do more than fucking complain. And Basically, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm Irish Catholic too. So you know what? Yeah, I mean, exactly. German Irish Catholic, but yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. The matter we're is. The, a big we're from the same cloth. Yeah, exactly. The matter is a big thing. Oh, no, no, no. I'll do it. Don't worry about it. I got it. 
Like, no. Every, in fact, every, I think everybody in the golf gambling community is German Irish Catholic. Because <laughs> we all we do is just complain about what happens. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Well, anyways, I mean, I, I agree with you, Brian Harmon. The iron numbers are bad. Now, the iron numbers were really bad before they were. He was coming in last year, but he's also not doing well around the green either. And just if the weather is going to be really this crappy, like you got to do one of those two things well. And the fact yeah. he's doing neither of those things well, I, I yeah. just don't like this week. So um, Riley plus one hundred with Brian Harmon. Um, I mentioned last night, I have a feeling because of how now uber mainstream Ben Griffin is with all the coverage he got last week, getting oh, with yeah. the, you know, the AirPod going through the shots. I, I, I think at this point, the bubble just, this is just gut call. It's going to mm-hmm. pop with him. And I mentioned last night, he's been doing a lot of his damage around the green. That is going to end at some point. Uh, and I just think Brandon Wu has been playing really good. I, you know, he did a lot of damage with the putter last week, but he gained like 10 strokes at Honda. So maybe that flips itself and he has another solid finish anyways, or it just balances out. Uh, you know, he was, uh, did very well at Pebble beach as well earlier in the year that had really crappy weather conditions over the weekend. He held his own. So, uh, Brandon Wu minus minus one fifteen for Ben Griffin. Uh, and then will Gordon minus one Oh five over Bo Hostler. Uh, here's the analysis. I just think Bo Hostler stinks. Uh, that's really solid. it. Rock solid, baby. So I was worried about the fact that, like, okay, I mentioned last night a Mackenzie Hughes could, type could do well here, and that's kind of yeah. a little bit what Bo Hosser does. He's good around the green. He's a good putter. But I look at his Valspar history, and it just stinks. Yeah. So maybe he just doesn't like the course, and I just think he's a bad player, and I think Will Gordon's a good player. So yeah. uh, Gordon minus one like five or Bo Hosser. Gordon's profile reminds me of, like, a poor man's Gary Woodland as far as kind of what he does. So uh, that yeah. might match up pretty well here. And what was what? What did you call Fitz last night? A uh, rich man's rich man's Mackenzie Hughes. Mackenzie Hughes. Hughes. Yeah, based on what he's doing right now, sure. I think my brain mixed up McNeely and Hughes when I made that matchup. Ooh. That against Dobbin. Yeah, I'm almost positive it did. Probably, definitely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. That late, yeah. that paid. Um, <laughs> exactly. That's two tonight. Can you go for the trifecta? <laughs> oh, I'm sure I will. All right. Let's see. Let's see if you got anybody else's curse on your uh, position card too. I don't even remember who the other one is now. Uh, it's Keegan. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah, so just double the pain for yeah. your boy. If he, if he's the one to break the curse. What do you mean? I, oh no, no, the curse has already been broken this year. So this guy's going to go on a losing streak forever. Wait, no, the bad one. Oh, who do you think is the bad one? I think uh, the guy from PME is the really bad one. Oh no, no. See, I think the other one's the worst. Okay. Who has the who is it? He's 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 who's on speed. Okay, so the guy from I'm PME. The question. Yeah. The guy from PME is on Keegan. The other guy, the one you really don't like, is on speed. Oh, fucking Christ! That thing is deader than a doornail. It's so dead. It's unbelievable. You know, eventually it's going to turn. And no, listen, he. All right, all right, well, hold on. He had Max Homa last week, and that actually turned out okay. Like, maybe the know. mystical powers put that ball in the water, but he was definitely in the yeah. mix. Oh, fine, I guess. I mean, okay. I don't know if he was really in the mix, but I guess. I mean, I mean, if Scotty wasn't born or he got food poisoning or if he collapsed like he did the tour championship, he would have been in the mix. Oh god! But then he wasn't. So, yeah. Great. Fucking great. Mm-hmm. I'm really upset about that. Golf gambling's fun. So fun. All right. Uh, why don't we take another break then? Collect ourselves. All right. And then why don't we get to some positionals? That's funny that you think the other one's worse. I think I think the other one's worse. much worse because like the other the other one's more of like a bet than like. Yeah, but I actually I actually respect the analysis of the other guy. I, he makes some good arguments. It just doesn't work out for him. Like he's literally trying to do a one and done pick. I the know. other guy, yeah. I just question his judgment. 
And yeah, whatever fair. he thinks, I'm just like, you know what? Like, yeah. it's not actually a, like a jinx or anything. I just question his judgment. <laughs> yeah, At that fair. point, I'm like, I need to reevaluate things. Yeah, whenever I agree with him on a take, I'm like, ah, yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting that I agree with him. But he has some he has some different food takes that I agree with. About, that aren't as crazy sure. as you think. Okay, but all anyway, right. all right. Listen, we're, we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, uh, and uh, Underdog Fantasy is heating up for March Madness. College Pick'em is a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted after day one. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props. Head over to fantasy underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. And don't forget to go uh, to our YouTube channel. If you're watching this on Twitter, go give us a like, subscribe, follow over there as well. Um, follow our, our producer at golf gambling pod on Twitter. Just go follow all our socials, man. Hit us up, interact. Uh, we'd love to do it. Okay. All right. And then let's talk about Piper golf balls. So listen, I'm up in Rochester, New York, and we just got another four inches of snow today. So my golf season is never going to happen, but I can start dreaming about it. But whenever I go to the sporting goods store, I, you know, I'm looking for my golf balls. I got to restock the bags. I put all of them in the drink last fall when I was playing pretty terribly. So, uh, you know, I, I could go for a premium ball. I could spend a lot of money, but why do that when I'm not even good enough? to maximize the benefit of a Pro V1 or a tailor-made premium golf ball. Why go to Piper Golf Balls? And that's what I'm going to do this year. You know, they make a golf ball that's at a lower cost than the premium brands, but they perform just as well as uh, some of the higher-end balls. And they got a variety of golf balls that can match your handicap. They have a chart on their website where you can look up the handicap ranges and match the golf ball to your game. But the best ball they have, that's the gold ball. That's for your scratch handicappers or anybody over uh, under a seven. That's a Pro V1 equivalent. And it's a four-piece urethane golf ball. It's got a high ball flight, soft feel, but it's got a lot of extra spin around the green to help you have a lot of control uh, you know, with your chip shots. That's a great way to lower your score quickly is get really good around the green, and Piper Golf Balls are going to do that for you. So go to piper.golf slash GGP, and you'll get 10% off on your first order using promo code GGP. You can opt to subscribe and receive scheduled shipments of golf balls at a 50% discount, and you get free shipping on any orders over 50 bucks. So go to piper.golf slash GGP and start uh, improving your game today. Like it. All right. Like it. All right. Why don't you, uh, why don't you start with the positional? Cause you always have more than I do. Okay. All right. Well, it's a guy that you, uh, faded in a matchup against a guy who, uh, is cursed this week. So I thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, how about Justin Thomas top 10 plus one And I understand the juice a lot of things. Squeeze on top I think 10 it, plus I think, I think it is considering the fact that it's going to be really crappy weather the entire tournament. And that's all really, it seems like all he can really do now. So now it's four straight days of it. And the fact that the ball striking has been really good for him. I don't really care about the putting all that much. Cause I don't think, I mean, look, like if everybody's, it's the guys who I think are going to be making putts are the worst ball strikers. And I think if JT just gets up and down, you know, don't miss those three footers possibly. I think he can at least, you know, finish six under, in this tournament, I think that's good enough for like a top seven finish. So okay. I'll take Justin Thomas pl- top 10 plus 145. Uh, I, I think last week was embarrassing. He's got the Masters coming up. Uh, he never really does well in match, but he kind of nails it in. I think he needs a good finish. I think he's going to actually, you know, look to actually do something pretty good, given some momentum heading to Augusta. All right. Okay. Uh, top 20. I mean, I bet Tom, Tommy Fleetwood outright. Let's do Tommy Fleetwood top 20 plus 150 yep. for a lot of the same reasons that. Yeah, I mentioned earlier, I don't need to go into it. Uh, yeah. How about Justin Sutter, top 20 plus 180? I know he's very popular, yeah. but you know what, though? 
Like I look at the exact boilerplate template of what he has accurate, great ball striker. He was really good around the green last week. That's been improving the last few tournaments. Uh, I just think that this type of golf course is really good for him. Like I, I like I picture Innisbrook. If Morikawa played this place, uh, he'd be pro- probably really good here. Justin saw like kind of does a lot of similar things as Morikawa. I think that's going to be a good fit for this place. So Justin saw top 20 plus 180. Uh, and then how about Taylor Moore top 20 plus 225. Like uh, I, you know, he's been playing all right late. We, uh, you know, I talked about last night where it just seems like he's got three pretty good things every turn, but he's got one thing that just isn't showing up. And that's why I don't think his results are good. But I think if he got three pretty good things this week, uh, either really good off the tee, good scrambling, good putting, or some combination of really good iron play, whatever. Uh, I think that's going to be pretty good for him. He's been good on some of these other shorter or not shorter, but like less than driver golf courses uh, so far as PG tour career. So top 20 to him plus two twenty five. Okay. Like it. Yep. You got any top forties in there? Yeah. Uh, so I, I couldn't get a great price in Steven Yeager for a top 40. So I went to a top, top 30 for plus plus one forty. Okay. Uh, I just like the fact that he's hitting the ball really good. That's another guy who's been doing a lot of speed training, by the way. Uh, he's okay. added a lot of distance off the team. And now he's actually in the period, unlike Fitzpatrick is where he's actually hitting, you know, his iron's pretty good. <laughs> right. So now he actually hasn't fits, caught up to him yet. <laughs> right. So now Steve yeah. Nager fits a template of, all right, really good tee to green, not a great putter. I think that actually is going to help him this week. in but for a decent finish, you know, he's just, you know, last year at really crappy weather conditions, but tell me finished top 10 there. So I like the little crossover. The fact that I've seen him do it in really bad conditions. Similar ones we're going to see this week. Uh, I think like a solid top 20 finish is probably in order for him. I got top three for a little extra comfort. Uh, Casey, you know, I know pulls uh Tommy Fleetwood and puts one in the drink on 17, you know, coming down the stretch. So, yep. uh, and then top 40 bets, uh, Tyler Duncan. I just like the way he's playing, you know, third at Honda. He's been okay here. He's got, I think a couple of top 40 finishes here, uh, top 40 on him plus one thirty. Ben Martin, I know you're kind of questioning him last night. Top 40 plus 150. I think he's just playing solid golf. No, no, I I like Martin. That's why I said, I said, I like Martin because I went to go drop Martin for Ben Griffin. And I was like, no, fuck that shit. I'm keeping mad. Okay. So, I mean, I I just think he's playing good. Plus 150 for a top 40 in a really weak field. I'll take that. Uh, I know Dylan Wu is popular in DFS, but plus 170 for a top 40. I'll take that for just how well he's been playing. Really accurate. T degree number has been really good. Um, I'll go with him with that. And then David Lingmer, top 40 plus 175. I think the guy's just playing good golf right it. now. Keep riding it. Um, really accurate, good iron player, you know, right now. You look back at what he was doing back in 2014, 2015, a lot of similar stuff the way he's doing now. And he's really good at places like Colonial, Memorial, um, a lot of these type of positional tight, narrow golf course with like, you know, thick ryegrass rough. I, I, I like him if, if he's continuing, you know, this pretty good play and he was playing really good in the fall too. So I know it's maybe he's kind of fixed something. Yeah. Maybe this is a little bit of a career revival for him. Uh, plus 175 for a top 40. Uh, I'll take that. And then I have a FOMO bet that I will talk about tomorrow. Yeah. And I'll do my first round leaders. I'll probably end up doing them uh, a little later tonight. I don't know if they get released tonight. They go live. So if, Crackheads are watching like 11 o'clock. They'll get released at uh, 11 tonight, and then Cam will snip and, and send them out. Uh, what's funny is it looks like the PM may actually have kind of a slighter advantage. Is that what you're seeing on the wind? On Thursday, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I'm i not really going to worry about it for the tournament, though. I'm just going to. No, I know, no, no. But I'm talking for my first round leaders. When I was looking at it, it looked like Thursday PM might actually have a better time at it. Yeah, it does. they got slightly less wind. Yeah. So I guess maybe monitor it, see what happens there. But what's more, so here's the question that went wrapped around my head when I started thinking about that. Okay, so less wind, but 
more time for the greens to bake out, but it's not going to be hot. So are they are they going to bake out? Well, is it? You know what I mean? Was well, it going to be sunny and windy? I don't know if it's going to be sunny. I mean, if it's, it's windy, cold. if it's windy, they're going to dry out. Yeah. Regardless. So like, I, I wonder if that just negates any wind advantage. Like, I would rather have a little more wind and softer, more receptive greens in my brain. Well, let's uh, let's take a look right now what the future the uh, Thursday forecast is. So, so hey, while you while you're looking that up, some fun bets. Uh, bright sunny all day. What's the temperature though? Uh, seventy two. It doesn't matter if, if you get sun and wind. Okay. That's going to okay. dry that out. Yeah, no. Listen, I hear you. It's just like uh, you can really tell, like when it's when it stays in the fucking nineties down here. Mm-hmm. Like it's uh, greens green, greens are hurting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> high, high of seventy two, but. Bright, not a cloud in the sky, apparently. All right, so I think I'll just negate that. Okay. And just, just kind of pick my, pick my first round leader, guys. There you go. Because right. it doesn't seem to be. There's no, there's no correlation between AM, PM guys, one and ten guys. Like it's just fucking random at this point. All right. Okay. Well, then pick your, uh, pick your losers then. I will. Okay. Uh, but some, just a couple quick fun bets. Uh, the miscut because of the bad weather. And whatever, I like these now. You get Burns to miss the cut at plus 310, JT at four to one, Spieth at plus 360, Keegan Bradley plus 275. He should never have that big of odds to miss the cut. This guy is a fucking roller coaster. He can miss any cut at any time. Um, and then Fitz at three to one. Okay. Uh, I've bet the Fitz and JT one just because the JT one was four to one. Um, I like I like the Fitz. I like the Fitz one. Um, I don't know if I would necessarily like the JT one, but it was four to one and whatever. It's fun. It's, it's a pizza. It's like a you know, pizza bag, 10, 25 bucks. Sure. Just, and that way you can, you can root, uh, you can root for one of the stars to miss the cut. Yeah. I think actually just doing the math there, I think you need two to basically break even at least. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, I did the same math when I did like a bunch of fucking top 20 first round leaders last week and I needed three and I got two. So that was fun. Okay. So uh, no, uh, no low Swede at this place in honor <laughs> of what happened a couple of years ago. No, man. I, um, <clears throat> No, no, I'm done. And really, like the book that I bet the most on golf now, because he's lazy and he just hangs numbers and leaves them. Um it's uh he's he's he must be focused on basketball because I don't have my first round. I bet I, the book I bet first round leaders is him. Uh a lot of the weird uh exotic stuff is him, and he's got nothing fucking posted. Okay, which is, right. which is, which is annoying. Hey, we got a question that said, hey, uh, CMay311, I've been seeing you post comments. Thanks for uh, watching our video. So he's wondering if maybe if uh, guys are going to check out because of possible uh, Monday finish and with match play coming up next week. Yeah, I can see that. Possibly. I mean, it starts on Wednesday. So although I don't think a lot. Oh, shit. I didn't even think of that. So it starts on Wednesday. But the, the problem is, though, a lot of these guys already kind of check out. For match yes, so it's it's not really great prep for the masters anyways like i no. there's the th- i know our good buddy jeff nagel has a theory that patrick cantley always bombs out on friday at match play because he doesn't want to play uh 72 holes over two days so makes sense yeah i mean I, I i think at this point i think they're focusing on this tournament if they're in the mix and the match play just getting your reps in and you're gonna take a week off and then get ready for augusta yeah yeah, I wonder if I I wonder if we could tag at some guys like uh, um who are like you know just made the cut probably don't really want to fucking be there. Oh, because the really bad weather. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Just fade them. I, I can see that as an angle for like a third or fourth round. The problem so. is a lot of those guys are probably going to have like I don't know, um, you know, some bum 
like a Luke Donald pair with them. So it's like, all right, Justin Thomas, minus 210 over Luke Donald. Do you really want to take Luke Donald there? No, no, I don't. No. Okay. Although, although I almost took the fucking Red Wings tonight versus the Bruins because we had a new defensive pairing and the Bruins have cost me hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars over the past fucking four days. Okay. Um, and they're down one nothing to the terrible Blackhawks. Did I bet it? No, but it was like it was plus it was like plus four hundred on my book. But I was like, I can't bet against the Bruins. Like it, but this is why you don't bet minus four hundred favorites in hockey or just anything in general. Yeah, that's fair. Unless, unless it's Team USA, I mean, to be, it's the international squad at the Presidents Cup. Uh, I was just about to say. <laughs> I was just about to say, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, uh, Steve, you got a question. I don't know who the fuck that guy is. I don't know who that guy is. Finger, I don't know. No, I have no idea who he is. No, I think he's saying, do you, is he saying like a, the guy's the Finn and his name is Germaz? I don't know who he is. I don't know Sorry. either. I don't, I, but maybe. That's a, that's a question. If, if a question you know for, about him, then maybe he's a sneaky play because he's sneaking up on me. A, that's a question for uh, rbearhoff34 on, tw- <laughs> on Twitter or SkyhookDFS on Twitter. Yeah, so if he's a Euro guy, that's a little. Past my uh, perfect. Yeah, I don't. But. I don't follow it. I, I I rely on guys who are smarter than me and and who watch that shit and and follow that shit. I don't follow okay. the Euro guys too close unless they happen to pop up like Victor Perez for me this week and I have fond memories of him at match play. Um, so there you yeah, go. Other, other than that, all right, uh, we're only at thirty-seven minutes. You said you had a couple other uh, house. Yeah, I want to add. What do you think about the Waller deal, man? You should be fucking stoked, right? Uh, I am actually pretty stoked. I mean, I, th- yeah, I, I, I third round pick. I mean, yeah, just using the 100 overall pick. So that was the pick we got for Kadarius Tony. So we're basically trading Kadarius Tony and his injured butt for Darren Waller and his injured butt. Listen, like maybe both guys only play like seven games now, but Darren Waller is going to be a lot more productive, I think, in those seven games than Kadarius Tony would be. So um, I just think, you know, it's we haven't had a a legitimate tight end here since God. uh, No, Evan Ingram. (laughs) Although he was very frustrated frustrated the Giants fans. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess going Peace. back to Jeremy Shockey at that point. So yeah, I, I, I've always liked Darren Waller. I think he's a good athletic tight end. Little concerned about the injury history. He is 31. But hey, if I, if we can get like 707 touchdowns out of him, oh. I'm happy. Oh, you'd be doing fucking cartwheels. I'd be great. Yeah. 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 And I think you, well, I think a lot of that holdout injury shit was because he wasn't happy with his contract situation. And there was a whole bunch of weird shit going on, but I guess, I guess McDaniels did his ass dirty. He married, uh, I guess it's a WNBA team out there or a professional volleyball team out there or something like that. Something called the Las Vegas aces. He married uh, some woman from there like a month or two ago. And he traded his ass to New York. Sucks. I mean, listen, I mean, at least it didn't send like uh, Jacksonville or somewhere Buffalo. Yeah, it's yeah. not a fun place like New York City. It's a quick flight out to Las Vegas, so that's fair. That's sure, fair. it's not that all that bad. But listen, I mean that that's great. Uh, I'll have to look at the contract details of it's in your cap. But we had a lot of cap room, so uh, I still want a number one receiver. I saw that they brought back Sterling Shepard. That doesn't do it. Uh, I love Sterling Shepard. <laughs> yeah, I love him for a game and a half before six, he blows out another games. Achilles. Six games a year. Yeah, basically. I like uh, Shepard though. I I I think that guy should. Just Listen, you know what I would do to have Sterling Shepard on my fucking team? I have Devante Paca and, oh, fucking Nelson Aguilar. We didn't even sign Jacoby Myers, who I used to call brick hands, but he was still our best receiver. Yeah. And we signed some fat fuck swing tackle from Denver that we picked up off the practice squad 
like he, he was undrafted and signed with us out of the draft. He made the practice squad and we cut his ass and now we bring him back. Like, ooh, great fucking moves, Bill. What are we doing here? What are we doing? I, I fuck. I, what are we doing? It's making me so mad. And uh, and C May, I actually bet Riley outright this week. I completely flipped my stance. So just listen to the pot tomorrow and, and check out the beginning of it. Okay. Um, uh, I mean, well, I, I saw that there's a apparently a team has a trade in place for DeAndre Hopkins. They're just waiting for, I think, either free agency or like cap stuff to like kind of set up. Yeah, and I, is, I that, know, is, that the, is that the Patriots? He's been. I mean, that's who that's who we're linked to, right? With Billy O'Brien and need somebody, but but here's the deal: we still need, we needed to keep Myers because he's a chain mover, right? Like he's not a number one. But we, well, how much are we pay in fucking Aguilar? You wouldn't have paid. Uh, you wouldn't. His deal was only guaranteed was like 22 mil. So that's basically two years, 11 mil a piece. We're paying Aguilar more than that. And he was a consistent, like he moved to change that guy. So we need to keep him and bring somebody else in mm-hmm. because we got rid of that fucking loser, Johnu Smith. Uh, <laughs> God, dude. <laughs> Unbelievable. He, he was Smith. a loser. Oh, my God. I thought he was going to be so good. I thought, like, like but he's a problem. I bet you he's, I bet you he'll be good in Atlanta because we had fucking pencil dick fucking trying to figure out how to run an offense uh, and just completely didn't use them. Like they've never used them in tight end screens, anything. The guy's an athletic freak. Like it's so hard for me to judge my team because of those Tweedledee and Tweedledum last year and what the hell they did. And, and I don't know, man, like if we don't get Mac anything else than some fucking swing tackle, ugh, what are we doing? Maybe, maybe they just want to run Mac out of town. I mean, there's easier ways to do that. Just fucking trade them and play Zappy. I mean, that's a big cap days. hit, though. No, it's not. It's a fucking rookie deal. That's true. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm just busting your balls, buddy. It makes me mad, Steve. Oh, well, how many months until uh, opening day? About six months. It'll be six months, uh, more months of you complaining. They'll screw up the draft somehow. They'll end up getting a yes. uh, really, really good backup guard in the first round uh, who uh, carries the water very well, apparently. <sighs> yeah. Happy times of Patriot Land. I'm glad you're struggling now. It, it was you had 25, 20 yeah, minutes there. Yeah, dude. Yeah, what am I gonna do? Listen, I had the best run any sports fan will ever have. No one will come close. So, whatever. Like I, like I'm just gonna be that old guy at the bar talking about the good old days and Tom Brady. Okay. And uh, that's it. Baby. All right. Uh, any other NFL free agency or uh, I'll wrap up with some, maybe some uh, March Madness stuff. Yeah, do some March Madness shit. I don't know anything. Yeah. Blindly bet first half on this. So I, uh, I, I like college uh, basketball a lot. I'm a uh, Disgruntled series fan, although we just got, you know, not got rid, but uh, Jim Beheim gracefully uh, retired, even though that wasn't completely awkward. We're glad to be moving on with him. We just got a uh, five-star guy who uh, uh, said thanks, but no thanks to Syracuse originally. Went out to Notre Dame, now is coming back. So, you know what, things are looking for Syracuse. But, I, you know, I love putting together a bracket. I love doing way too much research. I love having the sharpest bracket in the pool that finishes last every single year. But you know what? I you love good CLV, you know, bro. Exactly. I got great CLV <laughs> on this bracket. So um, just a couple general thoughts. Uh, I mean, I think a lot of people are picking Alabama to come out of the South. I, I, I agree. Uh, I mean, listen, there's the, the negative mojo with the guy who uh, provided the gun to uh, and that horrific look. murder. It's, it's, it's a bad really look. bad look. It's a bad, bad, bad mojo too, but just look at some other teams in that, in that region that could maybe threaten them. Like San Diego state, the, you know, the mountain West doesn't do all that great in the tournament. Anyways. Uh, they also tend to be, uh, a team that kind of gets uh, when a team's you know pounds them down in the paint, uh, they don't do that great. When teams try to shoot over them, though, that's when they do a little better. Uh, I, I mean, Virginia's not a very great four seed, but I think that's actually a good matchup against San Diego State. But 
I mean, Alabama's going to go through Virginia, uh, the bottom of that bracket too. I mean, Creighton is, listen, I've heard this story before. I don't buy them. Baylor doesn't play defense. Arizona is kind of a fake team. Utah State's a little interesting. I mean, again, I just mentioned Mountain West doesn't do all that great, but they get they got really computer numbers. Um, I think Alabama might, you know, beat Utah State and a little bit of a surprise uh, in the Elite Eight. Uh, Alabama goes to Final Four on the East. I think this one might be a little bit uh, uh, rigged by the NCAA committee because the top four seeds in uh, the East region are all really, really historically poor from like a Ken Palm perspective, like Purdue is, uh, has a efficiency margin of like a three seed. Um, you know, Tennessee just lost their point guard. Uh, Kansas state has, uh, is basically a six and a half seed historically. Uh, and Marquette's like a four seed. So you got Kentucky, you got Duke, you got Memphis, you got Michigan state in there. The, the regionals in, uh, New York city, I could see, them trying to stack the deck a little bit of having like blue blood, you know, sweet 16 in New York city with Kentucky, Michigan state, Duke and Memphis. I mean, I don't think all these teams are actually any good. Although Uh Memphis, I think is pretty good. Uh, You know, they beat Houston without their best player, but they gave Alabama a really nice run uh, earlier in the season. They got really good computer numbers, beat Auburn to another pretty decent team. Uh, I got Memphis coming out of that region. I think they uh, are, you know, as long as they don't have a team that's going to shoot over them, it kind of plays their similar style where, you know, they just can just have their way in the paint, get a lot of offensive rebounds and block a lot of shots. Uh, I think they can do some damage uh, out in the Midwest. Um, you know, it really depends on if uh, uh, Marcus Strass or Strasser, I think is his name. Uh, if he's going to play, he just had the groin injury in the tournament. Uh, the path I have for them though, uh, I think they're going to take out Auburn, even though the game is in Alabama, I think they'll take them out. Uh, I got uh, both the five and four seeds in the Midwest losing. Uh, in round one to Drake and Kent state, Kent state's actually a very strong 13 seed. Historically, uh, Drake's pretty comparable to what a 12 seed is, but they got a really good offense and decent defense too. Miami is really weak for a five seed. Indiana's really weak for a four seed too. They both have a little bit of warts on their resume. So I've got both those teams going out uh, teams, typically four and five seeds that have been really weak in Ken Palm, like historically tend to lose pretty quick. So, you know what, if you want some upsets, uh, pick the 12 and 13 in uh, that region. Uh, so yeah, but I think Houston's going to have a pretty easy draw to the lead eight. Uh, I think Texas is going to meet them there in chalk. I think Texas is going to beat them. And then I haven't really finished my, uh, uh, breakdown of the West. I'm probably going to go with either UCLA TCU or UConn probably out coming out of that region. I, I don't think Kansas is going to go to the final four again. Uh, Gonzaga, I just, I, I, they don't play very good defense. Uh, you know, they haven't played very good defense this year. They lost a couple of players from last year's team that, uh, you know, can be a contributor, uh, you know, to a deep, another deep run. Probably one of those three is probably gonna be my uh, other final four pick. Um, uh, UConn or TCU has a guy who's been injured off and on throughout the year, but when he's been playing, TCU has been what, a top 10 team. Uh, he's healthy again. That's probably, uh, what I'll be doing. And then we'll see what happens with, uh, I'll make a final pick of my final four probably tomorrow. Okay. Well, I mean, the fucking tournament doesn't end for another couple of weeks, right? I know, but that's just, you're filling out your bracket. Then you go in your bracket pools and that's it. Yeah. Brackets and stuff. I definitely do those. I know you do. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can also put down futures bets too. I used to, so I used to do brackets, man. I just, whatever. It was just such a waste of time. Cause I don't fucking follow it. Like whatever. Golf takes up golf takes up so much of my fucking time. I don't, I don't know how you can watch a sport like fucking like college basketball and be able to keep up with everything. I don't have enough time to just keep up with fucking a couple teams in hockey. Well, that's why we got Colby to tell us about every single team. I that's mean, fair. everything that's happened fair. in the big West with UC Santa Barbara that he's my go-to. Yeah, that's fair. That's so. fair. Col- 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 Colby gets 
to me through college football. I'll just text them. Like, hey, Colby, who the fuck am I betting today? Give me your top five. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Blind, blindly tail Kobe. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. Anything else? No, that's it, man. Off uh, off to Valspar. Like I said, don't forget to go to our YouTube channel. Go subscribe, rate, review, all that good shit. iTunes, Spotify, all of it. Uh, it does help out. Boys, uh, appreciate it. Say nice things. Say mean things. I don't give a shit. Just uh, just hit five stars. Um, yeah, match play next week. Super excited. If it's going to be the last one, I'm going to be a very, very upset boy. Like I'm not going to be happy. I know it's the last one for at least a year, but that shit better be back on the calendar. Like I'm not happy about it. Um, looking forward to our uh, bracket show, uh, our our bracket, and uh, uh, we got BK on, right? Yep, we got Brian Kirshner coming on to uh, uh, golf bracketology. Let's go, baby! Yeah, yeah I can't wait. There's, oh, you know what we should do? We should do. Uh, when do they? We can talk offline about this, but when they release the the pods, we should fucking do like a quick live reaction video. It's like the odds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so literally on Monday night they're going to come out. And then we're going to do a yeah. show like immediately, like an hour later. So I thought they came out in the afternoon. Did no. they leak out in the afternoon? They come out. Year? It's like six o'clock. Okay. So All right. yeah. All right, cool. All right, well, it's, it's a very quick turnaround with a lot of hot takes. Let's a go. lot, of, a lot of half baked ideas. So don't Love take it. us actually seriously. We're really kind of giving our oh. initial breakdown. It's 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 more of an entertainment show only. Uh, but it's fun for us, and hopefully, it's fun for you. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Well, listen. Let's get another fucking outright going. Uh, another the end of the Florida swing, uh, and uh, getting ready to get into uh, some of the big time events. Got the Masters right around the fucking corner, babe. Right around the corner. So other than that, let's go break them fucking bucks.